Welcome to the Goot Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Sam Goot Rogers, and I will guide you on a journey to personal freedom through an exploration of yourself. If you haven't yet, make sure you smash that subscribe button so you're always up to date with new podcast episodes. I appreciate you listeners so much. It is an unbelievable love to you all, and I really would love it if you left a comment, left a review. Whatever you think about this podcast episode or even the podcast in general, it would mean so much to me. So, I thank you. And now, Goot Psyche Nation, welcome back to day 17 of my 30-day no social media challenge. We're two days after the halfway point, and it's been actually pretty amazing. I've been really coming up with some new things for you all and i'm very very excited what i have coming forth in the upcoming month and so you are all going to be blessed with a lot of good information and i am guaranteeing you some sort of transformation that is going to happen within you so make sure to stick along and uh yeah so today guys we are going to be talking about this uh, social media success, and we're going to be redefining it a little bit here, because I know a lot of us are actually really addicted to the measures of social media with likes, follows, and such. So we're going to talk about fulfillment beyond these metrics, okay? So let's dive right in. Basically, I want to first talk to you about something that you might not already realize. You may actually be rejecting it right now. And the fact is, you are comparing yourself. I know, I know, most of you are like, okay, I, I don't think that I'm actually comparing myself. I'm not actually comparing myself. It's just, I don't do that. And I can tell you right now, this is exactly what I thought. I thought already, yeah, no, I I don't compare myself to others. It doesn't matter. But it matters in an online world where you are absolutely unconscious to it. And it is 100% truth. You cannot go on social media without some sort of comparison trap. And this is the first subject of what we're talking about here. So, because the thing about it, is you are actually unconsciously being sucked in in every single one of your online experiences to be comparing yourself to others. Even if you try to avoid it, it is always, always there without a doubt. Because the thing is, we are always subtly identifying ourselves in some sort of way and You have learned from the past episodes how I have talked about the truths and how social media and marketing has been trying to portray the most extremes of everything, right? And so this means that despite our best intentions, comparison is always just seeping into our online experiences because of the fact that we are measuring our worth based on what we see in this digital realm. And it hits us the most, especially when we are feeling low. And when we 
find ourselves going to social media because of the negative feelings that we have to try to avoid them and try to not like let them fill us up and be okay with them. We tend to distract ourselves on social media and then go on to some sort of looking at someone and seeing, oh my gosh, they're living such a good life right now and they are feeling so much better than I am right now. I must feel this way. And so there's this deserving entitlement thing that goes on in the back of your head thinking that you have to feel this way too because if they can do it, why can't you? This is an automatic thing. You see, in our past, we have so many like explanations for this of why we are actually like comparing. And one of them is actually the evolutionary standpoint with the fact of our ancestors, they had to make assumptions on basic like social groups to see if this is a form of a survival method and resource that I can use to better adapt my lifestyle. And so this is an automatic comparison towards others as a more as a as a form of survival mechanism and it's helped us adapt and thrive in our previous days but now it's becoming way too crazy and it's it's not helpful for us in this digital age especially when we're trying to accomplish our own stuff you know we we compare ourselves to others and even if like all these engagements are positive and good it's it's still like we want we automatically compare ourselves to others who seem to have more success and more happiness and we attribute that to us like i just talked about this trigger can make us feel inadequate and we can start to self doubt ourselves and especially like when there's this idea of showcasing the best moments in our lives and it's creating this illusion of like how constant success and happiness is always supposed to be there. It's, it's a complete illusion. And we always are seeing ourselves as a positive aspect. And we see other people's lives as always a positive aspect. And so, again, when we feel shitty, when we don't feel good, we feel inadequate because we're not feeling that way. And so it's leading to this unconscious comparison where it's like our validation is starting to come in the form of likes and achievements and comments and follows. And it's basically become this form of measurement through the social acceptance. And through that, we gain a better self-esteem. And so these are these metrics that I talked about earlier that we have to reevaluate. We have to reevaluate our entire circumstance because we have this cognitive bias where it's like, there's such a spotlight effect on us where we tend to believe that others are paying more attention to us and when they aren't, it's a negative quality. And so we have to be more noticeable based on this spotlight effect. We always want to be seen. We always want to be validated. We always want to be heard, right? And so here, let me tell you some uh, ways that you can actually recognize this within yourself, okay? You see, so I guarantee you that you have at least some point in your life felt like you are inadequate or not good enough. At some point in your life, you will feel this when you have really drastic emotional discomfort, like envy, jealousy, frustration, or even sadness to the fact where you see others' success 
and happiness, and you are not feeling happy or joyful for them because you see someone's success and you see that you don't have this success because they are achieving something that you aren't, right? So you're having these really, really high expectations for yourself based on what everyone else is doing for themselves as well. And so this leads to, well, feelings of disappointment when you don't meet those standards, right? And this is a lot of dissatisfaction in life as you try to do everything in your power to make things good, to make things great in your life. Everyone wants to have a great life. Everyone wants to have amazing accomplishments and have material possessions. Most of the, that's how this, the society and culture has gone. The more you have, the better everything else will be in your life. That's how marketing has led us to believe. When we don't have those things, we don't seem as impressive enough to others in our minds. This is in our minds. It's not actually reality. You are comparing yourself because you are at stake to self-obsession. And this is the number one reason why everything is ever wrong in your life. Because of some sort of self-obsession. You want to be amazing. You want to be smart. You want to be good looking. You want to be the best version of every single second in your life. And it's not possible to have every single second amazing. It's not possible. I'm telling you right now. So when you feel this, it's going to be some mood. It's going to be some copying behavior. It's going to be some decreased self-esteem. And and just like this overemphasis on these metrics, you're always going to be looking at the the social media feed of who's messaged you, who has liked your post. Oh my gosh, this person's really attractive and they liked my post. Oh my gosh, this person's really attractive and they commented on my post. It's this version of yourself, your ego that wants to be validated by the fact that you aren't good enough. And so because you subconsciously believe that through your trauma, everyone has some sort of trauma that they are not good enough, by the way. And so that's where it leads into, I have to do more to feel I'm enough. And so this is where marketing has come in to basically make it okay. And to basically fill that gap. As the more stuff you have, the better you will feel. They have done a very, very, very good job at this. And so it's this regular comparison that is going to be altering various different aspects of your life from appearances to relationships to success in your career or in your life with every single achievement that you have or experience that you haven't had. And it's just really, really important to remember that this is an occasional extreme thing that goes on within people's lives. These instant bits of happiness is just a fraction of what they're actually experiencing. Majority of people don't actually go online and talk about how crappy everything is in their life because they don't want to, they think that if they talk negative about their life, that they will seem like a negative person. But I, (laughs) this is the wrong thing because you're actually going to seem more vulnerable and people are going to be more interested in knowing what your life is like in comparison to theirs based on what trauma you have gone through and what trauma they themselves have gone through. 
So you are actually becoming influential without you even knowing it on social media. But the fact is, you're still comparing yourself either way. Even though you are very influential by every single post you do, you are also being influenced at every step of the way. So how do you shorten and close that gap? It's by slowly understanding what the actual schemes and the agendas of social media are, and then it's reevaluating your values and your metrics of success. I'll, I'll share with you some of mine, okay? And some of these actually have to do with what my goals are for business on social media and my life, okay? Just how the fact if I am truly present and in my interactions with clients and creating videos into my personal life. That is a huge accomplishment to me. Or if I'm having just acknowledging moments of celebrations in the moment, even just the smallest steps forward is a huge metric of success for me. Another one is how well I am able to maintain a healthy balance at work and to be able to have work and be able to do everything I want to do in life as well and still be myself without having to be a different version of myself. Another one is is to be able to have true deep conversations with people that I can get really deep and understand someone on and I can listen and really be able to connect with them on a whole nother level. And all this has to do with my ability to consistently want to challenge myself and to find innovative solutions for client challenges as well. You see, because I relate a lot of my challenges that I have in life with my clients. And so every single person that I meet is also such a factor of, uh, of success for me is based on how interested I am to connect with this new person and learn about them about their story, about their life, where they're from, how strong my curiosity is. And so these are my metrics. And you can have your own. And you must have your own. Well, there's some evaluation we got to do here, don't we? Anyways, I've gone on my rants for too long now. So before we part ways, just remember, you're here for a reason. So love yourself, love your God, and love the dear neighbor without distinction. And if I know you, I love you. If I don't, well, I love you too.